0: It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you.
1: Welcome to a journey of transformation empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite
2: Let's get started. I'm going to take this meeting and then flow it into the sales training in an hour as well, because there's something very important that I want to discuss to all of you. The first thing I want to tell well, let me just do my introduction. If this is your first time here, which I know it's not, but if you are listening on audio, then this is my real daily meeting in which real things happen. And this is no gimmicks, no thrills. I just open up to the public during this economic disruption. But this is me running my company every now and then. You hear me, well, you hear me do a lot of stuff. Set a course for the future, set a course for the super future, set a course for the near future, even correct things in the present so we don't have these things. And I'm going to do a tad bit of both of them today. If you are here listening to me right now, do yourself a favor. If you love someone, this is not a private meeting. If you love someone, if you have a business partner, Feel free to share them this information so they can be a part of this too, okay? That's totally up to you. Um, I'm, there's no, You're not being sold anything here. You're not being funneled. You're not being sold. I have no intentions on ever selling you. This is just me adding value, but that may be something you want to do because we are all connected and separation is an illusion. Grace, did I make that clear? Very. Outstanding. All right. The first thing I want all of you to do, I'm talking to everybody, but I'm talking to my team, my team. And I don't care if you're Phyllis Susan or Deanna Grace or Reggie or Law or Satish, I'm telling you, the first thing I want to cover is you need to release yourself from the need of money, period. You need to get that in your head. You may not like me saying it, that's going to come up too but you need to absolutely release yourself from the need of money. I want to replace that with something else. Instead, write this down. Know that you are a magnet to money. You see what I just did there? So while you perceive that to be negative, that is not what I said, nor is that what I ever do. You need to receive that you are a magnet to money. Stop playing, okay? Stop. We are too far, too close, and poverty cannot travel with us. Here's how it works when you're super successful. When you're super successful, when you have the awareness of Reggie or Grace or Deanna, or Phil and Susan, or Satish, you can't see stuff no more that's wrong because all your stuff is this big, just like mine. You don't have big changes anymore, Reggie. You don't have them. Your awareness is too high. You got stuff the size of my fingernail. And there are now blind spots from me all the way to you. This why people need a coach. It is why you should always be asking, Grace, how did you feel about that conversation, right? It's why you should always be asking, Reggie, hey, what is your outlook on this? Because you can't see your blind spots. You can't. And the higher you get in awareness, the smaller those blind spots are, and the more they're in your blind spot. Nobody listening to me that's on my team have big changes to make. But if you think that's the case, you're wrong. All your changes are millimeter changes. They're not even centimeter changes. But when you get so high, millimeters make a big difference. A big difference. Millimeter changes. They're that small. Big changes. You, yes. <laughs> The changes you need to make are millimeters. Do they matter? Yes and no. If you're thinking with your old you brain, then no, it doesn't matter. And I'm just tripping. It's the truth. <laughs> if you want me to look at you, but look what I've done, or I'm always doing what you say, or I'm then I'm wrong. But if you want, to go to where you told me you wanna go, then I'm right. It just depends on how you look at it. If you want to be right, then I'm wrong. If you want to be free, then I'm not wrong. It just depends on you. Ask yourself these series of questions. I ask them every day. I did not make these questions up These are questions that I have copied and pasted in my personal notes. I am telling you that if you desire to figure out how in the heck do I consistently push myself, I have a series of questions that I ask myself. Now I have three questions for my life, but I have a series of questions that I ask every day. I'll copy and paste them to you in this chat. This is how it's written down on my personal note. I didn't make this up. I do this every day. Every day I talk to Reggie, I ask myself these questions. Actually, I do it every 10 minutes, to be honest with you. But you would have to read a 2014 book called Keep Walking to figure that out. Ask yourself, what value am I bringing to this team consistently? I ask myself that every day. I do not take for granted that I am the CEO And I'm an active CEO, which makes me COO, which I'm constantly stepping on Deanna's toes, always. Since I am an active CEO, I am consistently stepping on Deanna's toes. It's the truth. Am I lying, Deanna? No. Okay. So if you think that I stepped on your toes, you have no idea. Deanna's in the hardest position because I'm an active CEO, which makes me a COO and I am consistently, every second of every day, stepping on her toes and it's a fine line I have to walk and it's a fine line she has to walk. She is always on pins and needles. It's not fair, but I'm an active CEO. It comes with the territory. And so we both have to make a consistent change every day and lose. I ask myself every day, what value am I bringing to Reggie? How often am I thinking about Reggie's situation? How often do I remember the 20th of every month? How often do I remember Grace's birthday? How often do I remember Don's birthday? I consistently, consistently have to ask myself, do you remember Phil's birthday? You missed Susan's birthday last year. Someone had to post it. Did you log it into your memory? How well do you know Team 2030? Every time they post, are you looking? Are you caring about Team 2030 as much as Satish is? I do this every single day. Every single day I do this. I have to. There's a huge section of today's meeting just for Team 2030, if I get to it. I have to. I have no choice. I'm asking myself, how many times have I remembered that Catherine is a woman in a male-dominated industry, doing a fantastic job, has an accent that turns some people off, turns others on, and how often is she celebrating her own accomplishments she just got a couple of months ago? Mm. I'm asking that every day. I can assure you, I think about Catherine's accomplishment just as much as she does or almost. How many times are you watching and actively participating in Carol's videos, Antonio? Haven't you noticed in the week she's 10 x all her content producing? Which videos are you sharing? The ones that benefit you or all of them? How long does it take Law to commute to his travel? How many times are you going to see that the more Chris does better, the more his city pushes back at him? I'm watching. I'm watching. I have to do it every single day. Do you do that for this team? Cause I am. This isn't an awareness conversation. This is an accountability conversation. Do you do that for this team? Wasn't talking about me. I'm just putting myself in the dirt before I throw you in it. So now we're both in the dirt. Is that fair? Before I make you dirty, I'm dirty first. Is the value I'm providing? Because of course you said, yes, I do provide the value. That's why I put the word consistently in there. Because, see, I like a lie to myself, Grace. I can't, I can't wait. I can't freaking wait, Reggie, to lie to myself. I cannot wait. And if you be honest with yourself, you like a lot of yourself, too. That's why I throw these little words in there on purpose, consistently. Then I got to say, all right. How <sighs> I many? It bothers me. Y'all don't even know this. No one knows this. Reggie don't even know this. I'm going to bring up Reggie. It bothers me. But in the last two weeks, I missed two of Reggie's calls. It bothers me. I had no choice. I just flat out wasn't available. But it bothers me. If you're not thinking of your company, your team members, or this team in that manner, you're not thinking well enough. That's just the way it works. That's what leaders do. And every last one of you in the leadership positions. Then ask yourself, is the value of this company, are you growing in the value of this company? And are you growing with me? And that's important. <clears throat> See, I have to ask myself, am I growing with Reggie? But do Reggie ask, and I'm just using that as an example, is he growing with Antonio? You're going to have to ask that. You cannot be led in an organization and not grow with that leader. (laughs)
3: Let
2: me just pause for 2K NBA appreciation. Reggie sent me a message, I've exposed him. As soon as I get down, I'm gonna beat your face in of this NBA 2K. <laughs> so you growing in everything with that area, yeah, yeah. You don't want to rebatch me. I understand. I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I'm gonna beat his face off. I show him. Show him with with beat him with the. I don't even know. With Orlando Magic, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick the Orlando Magic and beat his face in. I don't even know who over there no more. I don't even know. Are you growing with the leader? Satish, talking specifically to you now. Are you thinking about Team 2030 that way? I'm not saying you're not. I'm just charging you to do so. Okay. I'm not saying I'm not putting nothing on y'all. But I am charging you with discipleship basically okay are you thinking about them and then are you making sure they grow with you nothing is worse than having a leader outpace his team nothing is worse than that trust me you are taught and by you i mean second person plural y'all are taught texas taught that you're supposed to outgrow your team you're supposed to outwork your team yeah but you're not supposed to outgrow them significantly. You understand what I'm saying? You can't do that. Buddha did not significantly outgrow his disciples, nor did Jesus, nor did Muhammad. You cannot have disciples if you're intentionally outgrowing them. It's impossible. And if you don't have disciples, when you die, your movement dies with you. Fair enough. It's the whole point of disciples. I don't want my company to die with me, and you shouldn't be thinking that way either. Not following me. You're in the wrong place if you are. Right? Not following me. You can see the rest of the questions there. How consistently do I do what I say in life, in this company, and for myself? How often do I instantly reject information? Mhm, hmm mm-hmm. because i have fears of poverty and criticism now right here i'm going to share my screen i hope that this information finds you right between the eyes it is not my intent in this information to be nice i'm not going to say anything it is my intent to read what Napoleon Hill said about the fear of poverty and the fear of criticism. Napoleon Hill had no intentions on letting law make it. Didn't care if law was chocolate or not. When he got to this section, Napoleon Hill acted like the Apostle Paul. He started pastoring. There are two fears that I see gripping the immediate people around me. Now, I don't mean And I'm talking about everybody, everybody, everybody. And it's not our fault, it's not your fault, not my fault, but you should listen. The fear of poverty. There can be no compromise between poverty and riches. It's the only thing I'm gonna explain right here. You're either on the road to poverty, on the road to riches. There is no in between. All your pretty words, Don't fix that. The rest I'm just gonna read from Napoleon Hill. The two roads that lead to poverty and riches travel in opposite directions. If you want riches, you must refuse to accept circumstances that lead towards poverty. The word riches in here is used in the broadest sense, meaning financial, spiritual, mental and material estates. The starting point to the path that leads to riches is desire. The fear of poverty, without doubt, must is the most destructive of the six basic fears it has been placed at the head of the list because it is the most difficult to master considerable courage is required to state the truth about the origin of this fear and it's still greater courage to accept the truth after it has been stated here are symptoms of poverty ask yourself if you, if, of the fear of poverty ask yourself if you have any one of these indifference indecision doubt Worry, overcaution, or procrastination. Indecision, indifference, doubt, worry, overcaution, or procrastination. What's in, in, indifference? Commonly expressed as a lack of ambition, willingness to tolerate, willingness, willingness to tolerate poverty. Are you being patient? Because I'm not. I said, you know what? I'm sorry. I said I wasn't going to comment here. Willingness to tolerate poverty, acceptance of whatever compensation life may offer you without protest, mental and physical laziness, lack of initiative, imagination, enthusiasm, self-control, indecision. What's that? The habit of permitting others to do one's thinking, staying on the fence. Mm -hmm -hmm. Doubt, generally expressed through the alibis and excuses designed to cover up, explain away, or apologize one's failures sometimes expressed in the form of envy and those who are successful or by criticizing them worry what's that usually expressed by finding fault in others tendency to spend beyond one's income neglect of personal appearance scowling frowning intemperance and the use of alcoholic drinks sometimes through the use of narcotics nervousness lack of poise self-consciousness and lack of self-reliance over caution, the habit of looking for the negative side in every circumstance, thinking and talking about the possible failure instead of concentrating upon the means of succeeding, knowing all the roads of disaster, but in, but never searching for the plans to avoid failure, waiting for the right time to begin putting ideas or plans into action until waiting to becomes a permanent habit, remembering those who have failed and forgetting those who have succeeded, seeing the whole in the donut, but overlooking the donut, pessimism, leading to indigestion, poor elimination, auto-intoxication, bad breath and bad disposition, procrastination. What's that? The habit of putting off until tomorrow, that which should have been done last year, spending enough time creating alibis and excuses to have enough to have done the job. This symptom is closely related to overcaution, doubt, and worry, refusing to accept responsibility when it can be avoided, willingness to compromise, rather put up, stiff, put up a stiff fight, compromising with the difficulties instead of harnessing and using them as stepping stones to advancement, bargaining with life for a penny instead of demanding prosperity. I can't commentate, so I'll repeat that. Bargaining in life for a penny, bargaining in life for a penny, instead of demanding prosperity. I started the meeting off like that. Opulence, riches, contentment, and happiness, planning what to do if and when overtaken by failure instead of burning all bridges and making retreat impossible. Weaknesses of and often total lacking self-confidence, definite of purpose, self-control, initiative, enthusiasm, ambition, thrift, and sound reasoning ability. Expecting poverty instead of demanding riches. Association with those who accept poverty. Mm. Instead of seeking the company who demand and receive these riches. That is Napoleon Hill explaining the fear of poverty. If any of that, stop my screen for a second. If any of that, you do, any time of day, you walked yourself off of prosperity to the road to poverty. There is no compromise. You understand? If at any point I do any of that, He's talking to me? I ain't talking to y'all. If I do any of that, I will lead this company into poverty. There is no compromise. But I tried hard, doesn't matter. But I prayed, doesn't matter. But I'm Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Damn sure it doesn't matter. There is no compromise. The only compromise is the lies we tell ourselves. Back to my no commentary, then I'll get Chris Holmes. i see his hand up. The fear of criticism. Just how this mainly, This how this originally came to the fear? No one can state definitely. But one thing is certain, whew, he has developed a whole highly developed form of it. The fear of criticism robs the man of initiative. Mm-hmm. How many, mm, I, I can't, I can't, I can't commentate. I said I would. The fear of man robs man of initiative destroys his power of imagination, limits his individuality, takes away his self-reliance, and does him damage in a hundred other ways. Symptoms. Self-consciousness, lack of poise, personality, inferiority complex, extravagance, lack of initiative, and lack of ambition. Simply. So what's self-consciousness? Generally expressed to the nervousness, Mm -hmm. timidity, in conversation, and in meeting strangers. Awkward movement of hands and limbs, shifting of the eyes. What's lack of poise? Expressed through lack of voice control, nervousness in the presence of others, poor posture of body, poor memory, personality. Lacking in firmness of decision, personal charm, the ability to express opinions definitely, the habit of side stepping issues instead of meeting them squarely agreeing with others without careful examination of their opinions inferiority complex the habit of expressing self-approval by word of mouth and by actions as means of covering up a feeling of inferiority using big words to impress others often without knowing the meaning of the words imitating others in dress speech and manners boasting of imaginary achievements this sometimes gives a surface appearance of feeling superiority extravagance the habit of keeping up with the joneses spending beyond one's income lack of initiative failure to embrace opportunities for self-advancement fear to express opinions lack of confidence in one's own ideas giving evasive answers to questions asked by superiors, hesitancy of manner and speech, deceit in both words and deeds, lack of ambition, mental and physical laziness, lack of of assertion, slowness in reaching decisions, easily influenced by others, the habit of criticizing others behind their backs and flattering them to their faces, The habit of accepting defeat without protest, quitting and undertaking when opposed by others, suspicious of other people without cause, lacking in tactfulness of manner and speech, unwillingness to accept, blame, for mistakes. That's Napoleon Hill. Now, should you be perturbed by that information? That ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. Come in my words and I don't live your life. I punch myself in the face with this consistently. Those six those questions I ask, am I born group adding value and all this stuff? They come from that. Those are kind not of questions to y'all. I didn't write that for this meeting. I asked myself that. I asked myself, can I listen to feedbacks to Reggie from Reggie? I'm the boss. If I can't hear feedback from Satish, then I'm an insecure one.
4: Mm. Chris, let me hear from you. You just gave me a whole book of homework. You know, I'm already pulling up Google Seats and things like that, pull up his name and everything. Let me be the first to ask, uh, can you send that to everybody through email?
3: (laughs) I sure will.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I sure will. (laughs) I will make sure. But I, I would make was, sure.
4: <laughs> but I think this is a real reality check for everyone in the awakening because, like, the more I was listening, I was like, I know a good chunk of heck, probably mostly everybody I bumped into who is having that issue, even business people. And it's just, it yes. really just makes you think. Yes.
2: And the economic st- status right now, the current status of the e- economy, global economy, isn't helping being on lockdown isn't help. As a matter of fact, some of you are finding out just exactly how much you like your family. Loving your family is not the same thing as liking them. Nope. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. And just because you're siblings don't mean you're friends. Go ahead, Reggie. Spit some wisdom at us.
3: Uh, first of all, I'm... I'm <laughs> You, you gave me an assignment. You gave me and uh, Deanna an assignment. You told us mm-hmm. to make sure that we learn about the book of James, right? That's right. And the more I think about the book of James, the, the more I sit and think about the stuff that we get up and we read and we study on, one thing punched me in my face. And it was Tell something that it, I sir. said. It was something that I said. Actually, last weekend, and uh, it's how it's how you approach it, you know. Um, and I didn't know that I was doing it automatically because you you had said something earlier in this talk that you know I I treat things uh, differently. I didn't know that I was doing it because I'm gonna be honest with you. You know me.
1: I don't <laughs> care. I
3: don't care what that boy just all that stuff you read, man. I balled that up and threw that against the wall. And the first thing I told myself, if you, look, seek first the kingdom. You understand what I'm saying? All it's saying yes, is your mindset. That's all it's saying is your mindset. You don't worry about, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. I don't care if something hits you on the side your head, if something did anything. Look, man, be anxious for nothing. All that, that. All that stuff he put on there, man. If you, if you was, your goal is the kingdom. Let me, let me, let me, let me inform you. The goal that you set for yourself, the one that you reach and put out on a piece of paper, this is who I'm gonna be. That's what you focus on, and none of that other stuff will apply to you whatsoever. It'll never apply to you, period. You won't have to worry about the money. You won't have to worry about none of that, because if you doing something, <laughs> how you gonna hear somebody if you talking?
1: <laughs> that's
2: a fair point.
3: <laughs> so, how you go if, if you focusing on if you focusing on something? How all uh, that other stuff that he just said is going to apply to you if you focus on your goal? Correct. That's your goal, ain't it? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's it. I'm gonna cut I'm, I'm going cut it off. No, nah, you make... you're doing yeah. just fine. You're doing just fine. You're doing just fine. that. that excited me. That that, that just excited. Me. I'm excited. <laughs> it should have. That. It should excited. have. And. I they're good, good. I'm glad. And I'm, I'm
2: looking out. I'm observing. This is affecting everybody. I'm not, and listen, at and no point am I telling you, I'm, I'm not going to let you exempt yourself, because I don't exempt myself from anything. Anything. Because for me, there is, it's not for me.
0: Objectively, there is...
2: can
1: inspire tomorrow. This is journalism that helps the world we live in. This is makes it news.
2: No such thing as bad news. Objectively. There's no such thing. It doesn't exist. It's energy. Once it gets into my brain and gets filtered through my auto suggestion, I then make energy bad news or good news, but the universe never sent me bad news. I make it what I think I deserve. I want in my life. And I'm going to say this. I said this to Deanna yesterday or the day before. I say it to all of you. I said it to her. I'm going to say it to you. You did what you wanted to do. It's the only thing you ever do. So you can apologize all you want to, but your dominant thoughts wanted you to do that. That's just the way it is. Chris, let me hear from you.
4: That goes back to what I was having a conversation with one of my good friends. And I made the, uh, I want to get your feedback on this. And I was saying, your perspective is your reality. Basically mm-hmm. saying like, if you believe that you are an awesome husband, you will be an awesome husband. If you feel like you were the worst thing on earth, you are the worst thing on earth. If you believe that you will attain riches, you will attain riches. Um, I'm a strong believer that what you put inside of your mind is what you're going to, going back to what you're saying energy much more is going to form your reality. Because I feel like a lot of people, I feel like they're stuck in this cycle and they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, your perspective until you change that. Um, everything's going to still be the same. So. Well, let me give you feedback because you're so right,
2: but I'm afraid you don't know how right you are. I know, you know, you're hundred percent right, but it's time for you to know you're infinite percent right. Timper said in chat, no bad news, no bad people, no wrong decisions. It's just different energy, period. That's it. And by different energy, she means wavelengths, vibrations, frequency. That's it. Next thing she said in chat, you did what you wanted to do, all caps wanted to do, because that's what you vibrate at. Again, proving what she said, frequencies. She said that's liberating. That is facts. Now, Chris, here's how you are infinity, infinitively. Your light year, well, what was it? Buzz light year and beyond, right? You said your perception is your reality over and over, but then you said change your perspective. Everyone, listen to this play on words. I'm gonna say the same thing twice, but it's how right he is. Your perception is your reality. Your reality is not. Your perception. Your perception is your reality. Your reality is not your perception. Or you can say perspective, either one, they the same thing, just different tense of the word. You say it again because I'm gonna end with the way Chris ended. Your perspective i'll say it this time is your reality your reality is not your perspective i'll explain in a second then chris ended with change your
3: perspective
2: that's where you were right beyond what right is you were matching the right of right the source right Here's why, you, you, y'all are misunderstanding the law of attraction or just what the heck is going on. Let me clear this up for you. Your outer world should have no difference on your mood. Your reality should not dictate your perception. Your lockdown status should not dictate your wealth. Nothing in reality should come back to you and change you. It can't. Why? Because your perspective or perception, which matches your vibration, because you're only going to ever see what you vibrate at, goes out and finds its equivalent. You're not getting back what you deserve. You're not getting back what they messed up the world with. You're getting back what you want in your dominant thoughts. So if you want something different, do the last thing Chris said. Change your perspective. It is that simple. If you let us, how many times y'all have heard me say us oh, the best time of life? I am clearly, I am almost aroused at what's going on in the economy. It's almost to the point to where I probably need to be checked. I'm so excited, and y'all haven't seen me not excited. I have been talking about this economic disruption as if there is gold on the ground. Because that's exactly what I think. In my head, I will be a billionaire when this is done. And there's nothing any of you can do about that. Because I've been telling myself this since 2008. I've got 12 years of energy on this. I'm not even afraid of death at this point, because I got too much energy on being, I have to die after a billionaire, because that's what I'm creating. My perception said, oh, yeah, I'm black, I don't care. Everybody come follow me. I don't care. Come. I'm young. It ain't bother me. I'm never bothered that I'm young or black or rough around the edges. That ain't stop me. That ain't stop. One book from being sold, one class, it don't. Because in my head, y'all don't care. And I only attract the people who don't care. That's perception. Phil said, me too. He's somebody excited about the, the economic disruption. I'm excited. Ted said, if you are not grateful pre-pandemic, oh Lord, you are struggling now, just shift Facts. I told Grace and Reggie this on the phone yesterday, that before I had everything, I do you remember the rest of that statement, Grace? I said it so fast. Before you had
1: everything, you
0: were, I can't quote you, but you were, you were grateful for who you were because you saw.
2: Almost. You took all my cuss words out. Yeah. I said, okay, because I cussed when I said it. I said, before I had everything, I fucking thought I deserved everything is what I said. Exactly like that. I want y'all to process this, poor, in the hood, fresh out of a trash can, aging out of CPS custody, I started at 16, and I said, I'm going to make six figures, I had no idea what the hell six figures was, I just heard it somewhere, 18, I had that. never hit the news, I literally had that. Then I went out to the army, I did some other, and some other stuff. In my life, this is, this is how weird Chris is right. In my life, I'm gonna try to go in order. I've been a sheltered child, homeless child, runaway child, imprisoned child, adopted child, failed to fifth and sixth grade child, captain of the speech and debate team child, captain of the football team child, military, army, intelligence veteran, we'll just, I'm going to say more, but we'll just leave it there. A fireman, can't say that, a soldier, a little Caesars manager, a real estate investor, a preacher, a pastor, an inventor, a businessman a media mogul, a keynote speaker, an international speaker, an 11-time author, and I'm 38. I've lived more lives than my entire family. Oh, I left out two-time college graduate with bachelor's and master's. And I did all of that when everybody thought I was crazy and I wouldn't be nothing. But that ain't what I thought, Satish.
4: Change your perspective. Chris, let me hear from you. You know, one lesson to this is like the first person I'm going to use a boxer that came to mind is Muhammad Ali. Because uh, during a lot of interviews, I, I pay attention to like details. Way before he even became, like, the big icon, we know, he was telling people in the press, I'm the greatest of all time. I will be the greatest. Thanks. Multiple, multiple, multiple times. And then I'll go even towards the present day. of Like, let's say, I know some people may not like him. Even Mayweather even said, like, I'm the greatest. You know, I'm undefeated. You know, the same kind of energy and vibes and much more is – like, if you really want to get to that point, you have to honestly believe and demand it, like you were all saying. Um, but one thing that I see that's happening a lot is we all want to be great and be icons and much more. But I think something in our growing up screwed us up because when we start saying that to the wrong people, they're like, why you aim so high? Like, oh, that's silly or that's done and like, you know, all the criticism and it kills that fire that should have been burning to help us get to that point. But I agree with everything, but I think that's a big issue that I'm speaking for all of us that we face while trying to get to that point, because while growing up, we've been told to settle for less or settle for this because they thought, keyword they thought it was impossible or silly. No doubt, two, two things I'd
2: say to people,
4: two things I'd say to people,
2: that one often rubs in the wrong way, two then liberates them right after rubbing the wrong way. The first thing I say is that if you don't like your life, everybody in your life is suspicious. Everybody. It's the first thing I say. And I often say it to people in phase one that's something internal around here. If you don't like where you are in life, everybody in your life is suspicious. Everybody. No, no matter who it is, your mom, your spouse, no one is exempt. They're all suspicious. Why? Because they let you not like your life. You vibrated at the frequency of not liking your life, and they co created that with you. They're suspicious. Then I say it always rubs it always rubs you the wrong way. It doesn't stop the fact that it's true. It just rubs you the wrong way because you can't wake waking up adults is a violent game. It, it's very easy to wake up children. Wake up adults is very violent. You pay for that. You pay for that in violence every time you wake up an adult. Once you get past a certain age, the system just kicks back at you violently. So if you don't like your current life, everybody in your life is suspicious. Now, that doesn't mean they're, we're not talking about morality. They're just suspicious for your next level. It means you can't take them to your next level. You must get to that next level and come back and get them. You can't take them with you. I just freed somebody. You can't take them. Okay, good stuff. You cannot take them with you. The second thing that I say right after that, that liberates them, is very simple, Chris, and I'm going to liberate you right now because I'm watching all your posts. I see all your posts. I even see the funny ones. Check this out. I'm muting my Chris. I want to talk to you directly. I'm going to liberate you, and I hope y'all receive this as I liberate him. Got it. You ready, Chris? Yeah. Nobody in my entire experience that is doing better than me and making more money than me, ever told me I'm doing too much. Let that free you. You understand? Yes. I'm telling you, you ain't doing enough. (laughs) not even close. You post like 20 times a day. I need to see a thousand. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Yeah, you ain't doing enough. I hope y'all, I hope they helped y'all because if someone tells you you're doing too much, they automatically place themselves on a different vibration than you that's lower, And they're trying to pull you down to match their vibration. Don't go. Just because someone invites you to poverty does not mean you need to go.
4: Straight up. Slam the door straight up.
2: That's it. <clears throat> That's, and, and, the cool thing is, how do you fix it, Chris? You said it. You change your perspective. You don't go and teach them. You don't go and correct them. You don't even release them. That's just all coach talk. That's just just us saying stuff so you can catch it. You just look in a different place. That's really what it is. You just turn your head. Stop talking to people that make you feel bad. How about that? It's one of the first things that I did. I don't talk to people that make me feel bad. I know, don't do that. You're killing yourself. You understand know what I'm saying? You're killing yourself. Now why did I bring this up? Why is this in the meeting? Why Tony? why you bring this up? Why, I'm gonna show y'all. Like I'm dead sick. When I be telling y'all stuff, I don't come, I don't, first off, I don't do anything. Spontaneously. That's that's a weakness I have. I don't do that. Look at this. This is my morning meeting notes. I'm it literally tells me read and share screen. And I got all this. I'm just here. I'm just here. I just did this. And then I'm telling you, I ain't making this up. Um, This ain't no bully pulpit. Why am I bringing this up? Because we too close. We too close. We too close for you to have a meeting with me about some poverty stuff. We are. If, if If you have what it takes to to pay $120,000 in bills in 60 days, then by all means, let's have a meeting. By all means, let's roll. If you don't, then have a different kind of meeting. Have a prosperity meeting. Find your place in the co-creation of this experience. That but complaining automatically puts you on the road to poverty. Now, in fairness, ain't nobody had no meeting with me about this. I'm just telling y'all about your company. I ain't had no meeting with nobody. It's brought poverty to me. It would be hard for you to do so because I'm not wired that way. I'm either gonna listen so intently without saying nothing that I'm gonna make you com- uncomfortable with my in silence, with my silence, or I'm gonna say, let me stop you right there. Let me do one of those two. It's the only two things that I do. Either way, you would be uncomfortable with bringing that poverty. This, this is the only two ways I respond. I don't respond any other way. I will let you file it in the record, and then we'll move on to your next thing. Well, I said, let me stop you right there. And it depends. If I stop you right there, it's more than likely me just trying to save you than anything else. I want to show you something. All of you, Diana, I sent you that document. Those are just two, two of the fears. Diana's so going to email it out, out to all of y'all to upload it wherever it is. So everybody asked for that. Please keep in mind, I didn't write that. That's Napoleon Hill. I have, I have been taking notes from Think and Grow Rich since 2008. October 2008 was the first time I was ever exposed to Think and Grow Rich, ever. Didn't even hear of it because poverty, right? Poverty. I was taught, anyway, Reggie kind of brought it up. As, you know, if it wasn't in the good book, you don't need it. You know, <laughs> that's, that's what I was taught. Not knowing that the good book is everywhere, right? Michelle, let me hear from you.
1: Good morning, everybody. I'm sorry. Good morning. Have you heard a book called Cash
2: Cow? Have I read that book? Because you were kind of breaking up at first.
3: Yeah. I have it on a video, or was the
2: no. disc, a CD? I'm not sure. Is that the guy, is that the purple cows thing? Is that what, what,
1: what's that, Grace? Go ahead. No. I think she's talking about Holton Bugs. He had a yeah. four disc
0: set on Yes.
2: I have read that. I have read that. Sure have. Some people just graze. Yes. I haven't read it since like 2009, 2010-ish, though, but I sure have.
1: Okay. What do you
2: think about that I haven't read it since then, but I remember it was fantastic. My memory tells me that book was fantastic. He separated two people. He separated the cow grazers. He was just, you know, just eating grass, just content with that. And then those who content with eating grass, getting fat and going to the slaughter with the few that separate from that. So that's what I remember from that book. Oh, oh, and there's one okay. more thing from that book, too, I remember. Bam, fam. Book a meeting from a meeting. I remember that. Okay. I re- okay. Yeah, that, that was very wise. That was very wise. Book a meeting from a meeting. Bam, fam. You remember that, Grace? W- wasn't that in that book? Yep.
1: That's
3: what yep. you said, That.
2: Book it a meeting is. from a meeting. Yep. Book a meeting from... I'm Actually, I'm glad I'd be telling you, truth, Don't be lying. i trying to impress you
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what I be when I be on the calls, I actually do be listening as a guy. I be like, I wonder if Antonio would talk. i you, be like, hold oh on, let me go. I'd be like, so far away, I had to go give a headphone and stuff real quick or something like that. But I be listening. I be listening. I don't just want to pop on and not listen. You know, that's just different vibration. Let me let me end with this. I, I want to show you before we go, and I'm going to continue. We're going back. If you're part of the sales training or have access to that, oh, Satish. Let me, let me do this first, Satish. You wanna, I want to put this on your mind. Uh, let yes, me, I'm, I'm going to share my screen real quick. I'm going to skip. I'm going to share my screen. I want, I'm going to read this word for word, okay? I want ATS India to start with the biggest start possible. Before I let us do too much in India, because I know you're ready. I know you're ready. I'm going to want 5,000 people directly from India, and I want them all to flow through Team 2030. I'm putting this on your mind, it's in my meeting. Put this on your mind, well, I'm gonna bring it back up tomorrow. And I said, let me explain. So this is where I explain. What I don't want, I want everything to flow through Team 2030. Now, how you do that, that's up to you, right? But I know how to do it through my vehicle. Now, how you through it, do it through my vehicle, that's on your leadership, but I'm going to offer you the vehicle, okay? You need to be focused on getting 5,000 people from India in the business university. I'm going to tell you why. India specific. You want to do that as fast as possible. Before I let us go get this, go get that, get that, get this, get this building, I'm going to force us to 5,000. Okay? Now, just to show you that I'm not just making this up. Why? I want to control the growth. I wanna create a major fan base in India. It elevates 2030 and makes them internal celebrities, and it creates at least 500 super fans. I'm bringing that back up. I'm gonna bring that back up and give you a full explanation of that. But that's why, you know what I'm saying? It's literally why. So I want you to be processing. So the easiest way to do that is for me to allow all of Team 2030 inside of Rakeza on the, the direct sales thing. Contact. You understand what I'm
3: saying?
2: Yeah. It elevates them. It elevates you. But what it does is it creates, you're going to need at least 500 super fans in India to get what you want accomplished. That's about 10% of 5,000. You saying? You yep. need an Indian army. That's not going to change. You're going to need that. It's best to move slower and get that and then release with that. If you think about it, when you talk to your Christian folk, Jesus started with 12, he had three internal and from those 12, he got 500 band of believers. And those 500 band of believers then changed the world. Not Jesus. If that shocked you, I'm gonna say it again for more shock value. Jesus did not changed the world as far as spreading his message across it. This is the perfect spot to end, here. I'm totally feeling you in my brain right now. The disciples were more important than their rabbi. Yep. Their rabbi told them that. You're going to do greater things than me than this specifically. If you don't get it, you can't be a leader with no disciples. The message must go on. So teach, you need to create 500 disciples, super disciples. And then India will be safe forever, I promise you. All right, so I'm protecting your legacy. And I'm also making celebrities celebrity like Team 2030. And I hope they don't mind. And, of course, you're <laughs> going to get paid, too, Why I add it. Somebody, you, know, right? <laughs> you, know, you know, I fool around to be a millionaire, too, though. You know, one of the richest people in India. But who's counting, right?
3: Cool? Yes, sir. Thank you. All
2: right. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you. Sometimes meetings are not about money, right? They're not about direction. You need to receive that. I'm about to hang up and log on to the sales call, but I want you to hear something very well. Nobody, not me, pick a great leader, not them, pick a great ascended master, not them, was exempt from the poverty of this world. They just did not participate, but they were never exempted please know this. You are not exempted from the pirate of this world. You need it. It must be here. The poor would be with you always. Someone said that, didn't they, Grace? It has to be here. Your job is not to participate in it. To quote Abraham Hicks, you'll never be sick enough to help sick people. tell T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better. You can't Dominate. Thank you, everybody. See you on the sales call in a few seconds. All right, everybody.
5: When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world. Not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing and no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad